Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park Rob. Hello, Wheelhouse. Welcome oh. to the show, everybody. It's Robin Wheelhouse. What a game today, right? Uh, yeah, I was a little busy. I had a friend of mine uh, painting my bathroom for me, so I was trying to watch the game behind me, but it was pretty awesome. Pretty good game. What a difference it makes with Al- Alvarez in the uh, lineup. <laughs> Oh, man, the way they slotted him in there, I think it's good to give Bregman a day off. You know, he's been struggling at the plate. And I think with them having the day off tomorrow, that probably helps him reset mentally. So that was – and that was good. That's good because Alvarez needs that experience come playoff time. And, you know, knock on wood, we make it to the World Series. He's going to need to be be slotted in there in that outfield when we do play the National League teams, not just as a pinch hitter. All right, so going off two things you just said, uh, you talk about Bregman needing a day off. I believe, besides the game that he got hit in the chin, I guess he took the next day off, uh, 90 of 91 straight games for uh, Alex Bregman. And then Alvarez, your comment on him, I would have to say something about missing the bat, but I don't know about being in the, in the outfield. I don't think I would miss him being out there. No, well, I'm not necessarily saying being in the outfield, but I mean if if they need his bat and they need him to be in the lineup, and let's say he comes off of an ALCS and he's hot, right? Um, you would want to slot him into that outfield slot, one of them, um, if you feel like he's going to be a big enough threat, even if it wasn't in game one. Um, maybe Maybe game one – they 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 were to struggle, you could slot him in game two. Um, and he would definitely be a threat. And then you could bring, you know, someone off the bench to, you know, take his place or let him get like two at bats and then bring someone else in so you get the other two at bats right. from a from a decent hitter. So um I could see them platooning him a little bit. But you know, he definitely does need to be playing some outfield though and get some reps in case that situation arises. Yeah, well, that, well, that's kind of what I meant by it. Um, yeah, I, I didn't. I miss seeing him in the lineup, and not really in the outfield. I was kind of uh, talking a little negative about his fielding. I understand. But what I what I totally agree with is, even if he's not that great of a fielder, I want his bat in the lineup when we're in National League parks. That I want him out there, regardless of his of his uh, fielding abilities. Exactly, exactly. I, th- I think he's that form- that formidable of an opponent and creates a real issue. Because if you notice, man, if you pitch him low, you might as well forget it. He's going to hit the ball, and he's not just hitting home runs. I mean, he's making contact all over the field. It, that's uh, he, He's really good at hitting that low pitch right around his shins. Yeah. And, and that's very impressive. And uh, – there was a poll. MLB put a poll out for uh, four different people being the rookie of the year, and they left him off. They did. Yes. And I, I actually wrote him in. <laughs> I did, too. I, I commented on it and said, uh, this guy's the best rookie since Albert Pujols, so how could anyone else even come close? I think they were talking about Vlad Jr. over there in Toronto, and I don't know who else because, you know, I don't pay attention to other teams. Well, I think Vlad Jr. has cooled off somewhat. Um, I think 
you know, Vlad Jr.'s got a lot more high ceiling expectations, cup, um, not only his talent, but also because he is Vladimir Guerrero Jr., which makes sense. Vladimir Guerrero is a great hitter. Um, but, you know, the Blue Jays have a lot of notoriety right now because they've got – now they just called up Bo Bouchette. So they've got three former Major League players, all-stars, where their sons are all on their team. Right. And so it's like the – it's like the who's who of 1990s baseball right. is, on their, is on their team now. They got. They're gonna have Bichette, uh, Biggio, mm-hmm. and Vladimir Guerrero. That's that's got to be a pretty exciting time to be a Toronto oh. Blue Jay. You can see, you can see uh, the future. You no, see, yeah, you can see it coming. No, and, and you know, and that's the thing. I mean, Guerrero Jr. is a. I mean, I think he's going to be one of the one of the top top fifteen, top twenty major leaguers. I think when it's all said and done for his era, I think he's that good. But Jordan Alvarez, I think, does fly under the radar because he's in Houston now. I know Houston, we kind of we kind of have a complex, but I think every city kind of has a complex. Like they, you know, you always feel like your guy's not talked about. But if Jordan Alvarez was a Yankee, or if Jordan Alvarez was oh. a Dodger, there would be absolute pandemonium. PTI would be talking about him. The hot stove guys would be. You know what I'm saying? I mean, there would be. You know, um, uh, Mike Greenberg would be having him on his show in the morning. I mean, I'm just saying, like, yeah, the, he, the buzz he, would be different. The buzz is not high for Jordan Alvarez, but as Astro Pantuca, I don't care. As long as he's on our team, I don't care who knows about him. But he, he definitely, at the end of the day, when they start tallying up uh, numbers, I, I can talk about it later, but I think he's hitting 333. I mean, yes, he is. Uh, there's no way this guy's not going to be American League Rookie of the Year. Oh, he just, I mean, you know, and that's the thing. I mean, if he was just hitting home runs and he was hitting 260, um, that would be different. But he, right. He but still he, might get it. Yeah. If he was hitting 260 and, True. and, he, and he ends with, uh, ends the year with like 30 home runs, he might still get it. But what you're saying with the batting average combined with the power, I mean, it's yeah. a given. There's no way he shouldn't win it. If right, he doesn't right. win it, it's robbery. Yeah, I think so too. I think so too. And and you know that's what that's what's tough. Um, the toughest thing about these awards is is it is it really depends on how that person is feeling at the end of the day. Yeah. And what I've found out is it has a lot to do with how many games they watch of those players. Um, it's just like you uh, when you go to college, you look at Heisman. That's why now like. Like colleges put out promotional material. I had a forget this. I had a friend that worked at Baylor in their sports information department, oh. and he showed me the promo material they created for RG three, and it was like they were promoting a heavyweight fighter. I mean, they made DVDs, they made figures, they made all this stuff and sent them to Heisman voters. I mean, it is a it's like a, it's like a it, it's like a campaign. Um, you know, and yeah. so in the pros, pro baseball, they don't, you know, the Astros aren't going to do that. Clubs aren't going to do that because they're pros, right? right? So if you if you don't get the feed from the Astros and you don't see Alvarez playing, he's not going to be on the radar as much. Now, I think come September, I think he's going to be a lot more on the radar. I think, I think that four, top four will change. Right. And I do, like I said, when, when uh, he does go to the outfield, He's mm-hmm. going to replace Reddick, and Reddick. I don't have the numbers, but if I had to guess, I would say he was batting in the three hundreds, maybe three oh eight somewhere in there. And now he's like since then. Yes, he's, he's like in the low two forties, two fifties. I think he's. Um, I think if I just looked at it the other day, I think he's in the. I think he's in the low sixties right now, two sixty. Oh, yeah, they. I'd they have to jump over a, and look. They showed a stat that he was hitting something at a certain time, and between then and now, he's hitting like 160. Yeah. Now, the only the only thing you can't really replace with Reddick that Alvarez it won't be able to replicate is is Reddick's defense. Uh, exactly. I, I was thinking the same thing. I saw Alvarez 
in the outfield. And I said, I, I can do this. I can handle this. Right. And then they show a promo of Reddick robbing a home run. <laughs> and I'm reminded that we do need Reddick. No, and, yeah, we do. Actually, we, he's he, he's actually batting 279 currently right now. Okay, so he's – but, like, recently pretty low. But maybe he can oh, turn, yeah. he's a pretty streaky hitter. He can turn things around. Well, you know, um, what was cool, I don't know if you're able to listen to my interviews when I interviewed uh, Josh Rojas, um, Colin McKee, and um, and Brandon Bielek from the Express. Josh Rojas actually mentioned – I asked him why his numbers declined in 2018. And he said – you know, he's a left-handed batter, and he said because I was trying to – hit home runs to right field and I didn't realize in Corpus the ball didn't carry to right field like it did in my last couple stops and so I got outside of myself trying to hit home runs and he said I heard Reddick talking about it in the in in spring training about how last year he was trying to hit the long ball and this year he went back to I'm just going to spray the ball around the field and just get hits and hit for contact and Rojas actually learned from Reddick and so Rojas kind of went through a struggle, but his average has picked up. And I mean, he's actually he's killing it right now. You know, he's had he you know he's hitting over three hundred. So it's it was neat to hear some of the AAA guys talk about how they feed off of and really listen to the guys at the big league level. Right. Um, I had done a story, or not a story, but a podcast earlier in the year around spring training after everybody was all upset about. Uh, not signing Marwin Gonzalez. Right. And uh, I had a little segment in the podcast that Josh Rojas was going to be, well, first, Aledmus Diaz is the new Marwin, but Josh Rojas is the future Marwin Gonzalez. Oh, yeah. he. I think he's, he's played every position except catcher. I think he's even pitched a couple times. <laughs> and – and I found out um, in in my interview that he grew up. His first position was catching. Huh. Well, who would want to be a catcher? Well, all right. So let me ask you this: yes, three sir. games. Did you get to watch all three of them? Yes, I did. Okay, so let's talk about the Friday's game. This was Urquidy. Mm-hmm. Six innings, one run allowed. And there's already there has already been eight awesome pitching games or uh, pitching performances by the Astros, and and Arquiti does it again. Oh, I know he he looked. I mean, he looked really good. And so this is what I want to ask about it. Okay, I mean, you can talk about Arquiti if you want, but the big story for me is not that Harris gave up the solo home run, but what happened with Presley. So Presley comes in. I don't even think he got anybody out. He gave up a walk mm. and a hit and then a three-run homer, and we lose the game. And now they're talking about how he may be injured, but they don't want to put him on the IR because they don't want to look like they're desperate for a relief pitcher. But uh, I don't think he's pitched again. But no, he hasn't. Yeah, he's him. They talked about some knee issues with him. Right. So there's um, definitely something wrong with him if he hasn't pitched since then. And definitely something wrong with me. Can't even get anybody out. Yeah, that's, you know, and that's weird. You know, this is a guy that that, that went 41 consecutive innings um, without allowing a run, you know. Um, just, you know, broke a record for relief pitcher in consecutive um, scoreless outings. Um, you know, Presley's still Presley. You know, he's he's not, I mean, he's, he's not going away. Um, but – if you have a knee injury and you're a pitcher and you throw as hard as you do, um, um, you know, like Presley, I mean, I mean, that's important. You know, that's where you're, that's where the pitcher's power comes from, you know, their legs. Um, if you remember Roy Oswalt, when he played for the Astros, he wasn't very tall, but he had a real solid trunk. Like his legs were the thing that drove, that fastball over the plate and why he won so many games because he was able to generate so much power. And when your knee and I don't, I haven't heard, I don't know if it's right knee or his left knee, but whether it's the knee you push off on or the knee you land on, man, that can, that can really play with your, not only where you're releasing the ball, 
but it, I mean, it plays into location. It plays into um, acceleration from, from the pitching rubber to the plate. And if you slow that down, um, that can really screw things up. And so, um, yeah, you know, I think the Astros have put themselves in a tough situation and I think it's a result of all the injuries they've had to deal with that they didn't anticipate happening. You know what I'm saying? Yes. Um, that's always been my comment, uh, the, or my opinion, the best team doesn't always win the world series, the healthiest team <laughs> and the luckiest team. You got to have breaks go your way. You do. And you got to be healthy. You can't, it just being the best team isn't enough. And the Astros have had some bad luck with injuries. Now, so we'll, we'll see what happens from here on. Now, Hey, you know, you know, just a little side note here on injuries. Um, I interact with a guy that's a hardcore Yankees fan on, um, on Twitter and his name is Rocco. So go figure, right? He's from upstate New York. His name's Rocco. But, um, this guy had been going back and forth and he was talking about, he was like, now don't, don't be using injuries that he goes, I don't want to hear anything about injuries. And I'm like, what do you mean? The Yankees and the Astros have experienced the most injuries I think of just about any team in the major leagues. And wouldn't it be interesting to – I, I want to see the numbers or the statistics of days missed by players. If the Yankees meet the Astros in the ALCS, if they would be the two teams that had the most players on the IL for the longest amount of time, over a season period. You know what I'm saying? I think it'd be really interesting to look at that because both us and the Yankees have had a ton of injury issues and yet we're, we're, we're one and one a right now. I mean, we're like two percentage points up on them for best record in the AL, you know, and if they lose tonight, we'll be like a full game, full game and a half or two games lead on the Yankees for best record in the AL, you know? Yeah, we're 68 and 39, and they're 66 and 38. So I guess right. that's one game. One game, yeah. So another thing about the Yankees, you'll bring up the Yankees. Uh, they, I don't know how many games it's been seven, nine, I'm not sure. Maybe five. I might be exaggerating, but they've been giving up a ton of runs. They have. Their bullpen has been atrocious. Their pitching, their, their starting pitching has been atrocious. So you're looking at the overall best teams. And this is something I didn't know, and I guess it's your uh, it's uh, related to the uh, the woes of the Yankees. But like you said, the Astros are number one in the American League. Mm -hmm. uh, I think they're only one game behind the Dodgers now. So yes, yeah, I think I think the Dodgers lost today. So all of the injuries that you're talking about, all the days we're missing. I'd like to know how many injuries or how bad of an injury plague year the Dodgers have had. Yeah, you know, I know they've they've had some issues as well um, with you know several players. Um, a couple of their key players is, I mean, is was it Jock Peterson has been injured or is injured? I mean, they've issues with Seager again. I mean, Seager's injury prone. I mean, um, they've definitely had their issues. Um, I think, you know, Kershaw was injured at one point, wasn't he? Um, I mean, yeah. yeah. So it's interesting how many injuries we're seeing this year um, in baseball. Okay, so I was just going to do a little side note here. Go ahead. While, while you're talking, uh, usually I'm alone. And now we're the Robin Wheelhouse Show, the best Astros podcast ever. That's right, uh, ever. <laughs> now, while you're talking – I can actually look stuff up. I can write stuff down that you're talking about, and I can actually get a drink. I have a Powerade right here, and I'm, nice. I'm, I'm, I'm soothing the throat. I'm mm. ready to go when it's my turn, and I think it's awesome. Man, that is awesome. Maybe we can get a sponsorship from those guys. <laughs> Powerade Zero. That's right. Powerade Zero. We're um, little effort, uh, but no. Um, it matches the number of our fans. Zero. <laughs> hey, man. No, I, I, I'm I, just kidding. We well, actually did over 200. Because, exactly. And I think we've got two fans right here. Rob and Wheelhouse are the top two fans of this show. Well, there you go. <laughs> there you go. That's two of the 200 we got. Coach, let's look back. The, the, they did lose that game. 
Yes. On Friday. Uh, Brantley went one for three, three RBIs, home run number 16. That's a lot of home runs for him. It is. And they did pinch hit Alvarez, and he came through. He did. One, he did. one for one. That was great. So overall, pleased with the game on Friday. Uh, it's just like the Wade Miley game the other day. Oh, man. And you're, you're just there. Man, this is awesome. It feels like we're going to win the first game of this series and then slap in the face. And we lose. So Saturday. Saturday was an easy game. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Saturday, I actually went to Twin Peaks all by myself. <laughs> I watched the I, – I asked the lady to put the game on the TV. I had chicken waffles and two beers, and it was a good time. I don't even know if the Astros scored after I left, but Garrett Cole, once again, that's 9, 10 – Garrett Cole, I don't, I don't have his numbers, but this guy has been the hottest pitcher in the last eight or nine starts of his. He's just amazing. Oh, he's, he's on fire. You know, he's, he's pitching like he wants to get paid next year, A, and I think he's also pitching because I, I really think he wants a World Series ring. I mean, I mean obviously, who doesn't? Yeah, but, another one. So he only right. gives up. He did give up three walks, set only seven strikeouts, a little low for him. But he is 12-5 and five with a 2.94 ERA. A lot of people, I've, ha- I've actually got an argument with someone about records don't mean anything, but it looks good. 12-5 and five looks good. Um, offensively, Altuve, two for three. We'll talk a little bit about him when we talk about today's game. Okay. Uh, what do you remember the most from Saturday's game? Let's check your memory. What big, awesome thing happened Saturday? Um, well, Saturday, I remember, if I remember correctly, Carlos Correa hit a grand slam. That is exactly right. I mean, his, you are the winner. His first grand slam. His first career grand slam. That is the, kind of shocking. The Astros, the Astros' tenth grand slam of the season. That's amazing. Which That's means a lot of grand slams. Which made me think. If we get to the playoffs and get the bases loaded, will they just walk a batter if they think he's going to hit a home run to avoid a four-run scramble? <laughs> I don't you know, know, but the bases will still be loaded. Right? Well, I know, but 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 I mean, maybe if you know, and, and unfortunately, if someone like Stassi or someone yeah. is is up after that. But let me tell you, um, what 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 really sticks out to me is a the Carlos Correa home run. Um, it's really great to see him back. Um, you know, all you know, obviously late in the game, the slide that I, I don't, I don't know whether it was dirty or not, but, um, I think that happened when I was driving back home. Cause I didn't see that. I just yeah, saw well, highlights. well, you know, I saw it and it wasn't, see, everybody's upset about the slide, but it wasn't the slide that got Correa. It was as the guy was following through his momentum carried to where his foot basically landed on the forearm of Correa, but he didn't, I mean, he barely hit him. And I, I think we've kind of become a soft society, like, you know, any contact is bad kind of thing. Um, but what I saw, it looked like he was going at his legs. So any kind well, of. Well, yeah, he was going at his any, legs. But the, but the problem was when his foot stepped on his forearm. And that was totally after the slide. You see what I'm saying? So. Oh, okay. So yeah, it was so, after. Yeah. So I, I think it's really okay. two different discussions. I mean, if it was an illegal um, slide, it was an illegal slide. But that the illegal slide wasn't what 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 it, hurt it was him. the foot stomp it was it was the foot stomp, was the the foot stomp. yeah and i mean he wasn't <laughs> he wasn't stomping though i mean i mean yeah. he didn't like he didn't he didn't draymond green carlos correa i mean i mean we <laughs> we in houston know when other players go at go at us with their feet we've seen it you know um right but watching him hit that grand slam but just watching cole continue to do what he's doing is just i'm sitting there going in what perfect world situation could we get the Astros to dole out the money to get Cole, but also be able to sign Springer to an extension in the offseason? I, I, I just don't know if that is a viable thing, but, man, that would be a perfect world scenario to me. Yeah, the, uh, the friend of mine that was helping me paint the house today or the bathroom, he's actually grew up in Pittsburgh, so he's a Pirates fan. Oh, wow. And so he was here from like, he was here for like four hours or so. And we were talking about, uh, he was asking me about the Astros and stuff. And so he 
was well he brought it up because he was uh from pittsburgh so he was a pretty upset that they they traded garrett cole away oh yeah and he he asked and he asked me how he was doing (laughs) and so you know he didn't like that but i told him just like you're saying about signing springer and signing him i mean man there's just i don't think there's enough contracts to go around to keep all these guys yeah who knows if he even wants to stay here california boy he is a california boy you know i i mean i mean who knows i mean um i if they're able to pull a deal and get another, you know, you know, solid three starter and, you know, you have, I mean, I mean, Miley, I think even deserves consideration for an extension next year. You know, I mean, we could get off in the woods on that, but. Um, he would be a lot cheaper. Oh man, he would be, but man, he has been, man, you can talk about bang for your buck. I mean, he's, oh, he is the, he is the, he is the bargain find the black Friday, the, the, he's the epitome he of is. bargaining. I mean, for your I mean, buck. he's like he's like he's like <laughs> Prime Monday, you know, extraordinary. You know, it's like Cyber Monday, whatever you want to call it, Small Business Tuesday, whatever they do. I mean, he is the deal. You know, it's like you 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 can't find a better deal on Groupon than no. Wade Miley for what for what they're getting out of him. Right. So I, I was watching that game. Uh after the Grand Slam, it was six to zero. Mm-hmm. So, like I said, the whole game after that, the Grand Slam, and that was in the third inning. I mean, it was just a relaxed, easygoing, not really worried about losing the game. So, right. those are the kind of games I like, not having to worry about it. And uh, and Springer got in the action with the triple. Not very he many did. triples happened. Yeah. Not a whole lot of triples. And one thing I want to point out. Yes. This dude is not stopping La Pina Friday. <laughs> I didn't tell you two for four Saturday, two for five. What is, what is going on with this guy? Oh man, we can just, we just need to send uh, again. We need to send thank you letters to um, Carlos Beltran. Um, yeah. Okay, go ahead. So, um, so I'm sorry. I'm okay, sorry. Hold go, on. Go sorry. No, it's okay. Life happens. Yeah, the listeners know. Yes. The listeners know we have families. Yes. It's all right. That's okay. My son was like, "What are you doing, Dad?" <laughs> um, no, um, get him some headphones. Exactly. He can be on again. He can be on with us. Someday. There you go. Um, but Todd Callis called Lapina. He called him Jalapena. Jalapena. Uh, and so I kind of put His that new out nickname. there. Yes, Jalapena, because he's on fire. I mean, he is in fuego. The guy is. And man, I love watching. Holy him. dude, I love watching him swing. I mean, yeah. his swing is so phenomenal. The way he keeps his hands in, and it's like if you try to go out there with a bat and replicate that swing, it's really not natural. It's really his own unique. You know, Vlad Guerrero had his own swing. Um, oh yeah, Ichiro had his own swing. Um, I don't know if you remember Julio Franco. He used to hang the bat over his head, or Gary Sheffield. I can think of like major leaguers through that through through my growing up who had these unique like stances and, and it's not necessarily a stance, but it's the way he contacts the ball. And when he hits it, the, the, if, if you notice the flight pattern of the ball, it's never straight. It's always either going away. You know what I'm saying? It's got these weird like spins and just makes for great spray. I mean, he's a great spray hitter, you know? Um, And I mean, he hits for power too. So, he is yep. just right now. I mean, I, I just saw um, he's hitting 407. I think after today, he's probably hitting like maybe 410, 411. Um, you know, he did get July, he, he did get MLB Player of the Month. Um, they already voted that. Um, that's what, that's what, that's what I thought they were saying today on the broadcast. Um, oh, I didn't catch that. Let me, like I said, I was a let little me, busy. I was, let me double check that. Okay. So, yeah, I got my computer as well. But so I was talking about Yuli getting two hits on Friday, two hits on Saturday. He got two more hits today. He did. He did. He he has brought his average up to three hundred. Yuli Gurriel is batting three hundred. That's amazing. It is. You know, um, um, at the beginning of the season, I did a bold predictions for, um, you know, for um, climbing Tows Hill. And right. my bold prediction, one of them for the Astros offense, was that they would have, at the end of the season, they would have five 300 hitters. 
Yuli Gurriel was actually one of the five, to be honest. And um, so you would say Altuve, Brantley. Yes. I said, okay, so I said Altuve. You said five? I said five. I said Altuve, Brantley. Altuve, Brantley, Springer, Bregman, and Yuli. Oh, wow. Yeah. I, they might get they might get five, but it might be Alvarez. Yeah, I don't think Bregman's going to get the three hundred. Um, no, it, it seems more like Bregman's trying to be a home run hitter. He's in the home run derby, <laughs> trying to add home runs. He's sitting at two sixty, getting on base with walks. He's right, just not really doing a lot right now. And I guess I think he needed the day off. Yeah, you know I do too. I mean, sometimes and I, and I guys, think they're off tomorrow. Aren't yes, they? they are. So that's like a yeah, he, he two needs, days of rest. He needs a reset. Good. He deserves reset. it. Okay. So today, six to two. Oh, go ahead. Well, you're up. They they have not voted on. So so I so I misunderstood what Todd Callis and Jeff Blum were saying. They were saying they took him, Mike Trout, and one other player, and they said right now if they were to vote on, you know, July Player of the Month, Yuli Gurriel should get it. He has. They're like he has three more days to make an impression. And of course, he got two more hits today. So I I I, <laughs> I think they were predicting that he's going to get Player of the Month for July. Because well, he was already the hottest player yeah. in baseball in July, and he just had three two-hit games. Exactly, exactly. There's no way. I think he wrapped it up. Oh, yeah, definitely. So your boy, Wade Miley, Wade Miley Chronicles. Yes. So do you write a, do you write a, do you write a Wade Miley – that's hard to say. Do you write a Wade Miley Chronicle after every game? So are we going to expect I, one I tomorrow? Have, I have been doing that. Um, now um, – you know, truth be known, I had one written before. So my Wade Miley volume eight came out this morning. It was written oh, okay. it was written three days ago, like after he started. But um three fourths of my article got erased. Um when I, I guess I didn't save it or something and I was not happy yeah. about it. So it, it took me a couple of days to I kinda went Trevor Bauer and threw the ball in the center field. Um, that is a mad. great topic. That's a great topic. <laughs> and so, but here's the thing. With Wade Miley's win tonight um, and, and my son getting on more of a regular school schedule, I'll probably sit down and write the next Miley Chronicle. Miley Chronicle. That's right. So five hits, two walks, zero runs for Wade Miley. How did he get on base when so- someone hitting to third – and I, be- he, he, I believe he, looks- he, I believe he walked. Oh, so he walked. I believe he walked, and then he moved over. Um, let me see this. Yeah, he had he had to pull his pants up after <laughs> running because he's not used to running. He's not. He's not. He he looked he looked extremely tired, and luckily <laughs> for him, the Cardinals had a meeting at the mound to give him a break. Exactly. But yeah, you can definitely tell he's not used to running, but he's definitely used to pitching. Uh three oh six ERA. I didn't get his win loss yes, record, but yes, he was, he's good. He he had he had zero at bats and he had one base on balls. So, so. he's three oh six ERA. Garrett Cole's two ninety four, and I think uh J V is a little bit over three, right? He's about three oh three, maybe something yes. around there. Yes, sir. So Colin McHugh gives up a run, Devo gives up a homer. Jordan Alvarez, American League Rookie of the Year, two for two, and he walked twice, three thirty-three batting average. That's, I mean, we already talked about him. We got to move on, right? Yeah, no. Let's talk, let, let's talk about this guy. Okay. Let's talk about this milestone that happened today. Oh, to my house. Do you want me to? Yeah, I was gonna say. Do you want me to? Do you want me to quiz you again? Quiz me, quiz you, me. Go you ahead. already got it. No, he already got it. I was gonna oh. say who had the uh, Altuve three for five. 1,500 hits. Now he has 1,501. Yes. He got, actually got one after that. And the sweetest thing is 1,500 home, uh, hit was a homer. I know. Yeah. I was, uh, I'm wondering what other players. So, okay. So the inner, the internet or the inter Googles, as I call it when I'm, when I'm teaching or the interwebs, um, yeah. they're very frustrating because when I type in, what Houston Astro was the quickest to 1,500 hits, I get Marquise Grissom's 1,500th hit. And I'm like, what? That's not what I searched. Um, yeah. <laughs> but I believe he was the fastest Astro to 1,500 hits, if I'm I not mistaken. Actually, I actually took a screenshot 
of the post game. Sweet. Okay, good. Astros quickest to fifteen hundred. Was I right? Altuve, Altuve, eleven hundred ninety-one games. Yes, I got. Uh, I I did not. I purposely did not list two people: Sedano uh, and another guy from the day. Okay. But eleven ninety-one for Altuve, thirteen sixty-four for Biggio. Oh wow! I mean for Bag Bagwell. Okay. Thirteen sixty-four and fourteen hundred. Wow! So Biggio's the big uh, three thousand yeah. hit Astro hero. And Altuve did it in 210, 210 less games. So here's the thing. When I first got into writing, it's like sports writing, about, I guess, two or three years ago, um, I started out writing for scout.com, and that kind of fizzled out. Um, I don't even know what went wrong there, but my first article that I submitted was why I believed Jose Altuve would break Pete Rose's all-time hit record. Now it was a bold article, but very bold. But he's going to have to play oh, a long, oh, you know, long and, and, time. And I don't, I don't know that he could do it. But at the no. time when he was in the midst of his third or fourth, you know, two hundred hit season, I was just basically making a case because even right. I think at this point, I think he's still outpacing Pete Rose in hits. Yeah, he is. He's. Uh, it said on the on the uh, show. He's. He's. Uh, he reached fifteen hundred faster than Pete Rose. <laughs> I don't think it was a hundred games. It might have only been less than ten. Right. But he is faster than Pete Rose. But Pete Rose played till he was like forty six years old or something. Yeah. Um, Altuve's got a long way to go. No, long, he does. Long, long way to go. But I'm think... not saying he can't do no, it. No, I'm just... not saying. But it's going to take a while. Well, I think, too, with the money these guys make these days and the way that they're set as well in their careers, I think that changes the trajectory of how long they actually want to play. You know because they don't have to. Financially, right. yeah. they don't have to. Oh, okay. Yeah, so I think, that may, I think that, may, that may play a part. Okay, so I'm going to quiz you again. Okay, I'm ready. Somebody did something again today. That they are well known for, and they've done it 31 times. George Springer hit a leadoff home run. <laughs> I don't even know why I quiz you. You know everything. <laughs> he went three for five. He's hitting 296. Oh, I love it. Which is uh, getting close to your uh, prediction of hitting 300. I already said Alex Bregman was off. Diaz, Max Stassi, not surprised. Carlos Correa combined 0 for 14. Mm. Not good. Yeah, you know, I was I was going to ask you about this Max Stassi thing. I mean, Max Stassi is – do you remember the woes we saw offensively out of Jason Castro when he was with us in Houston? Um, yes. You know, he was a great pitch framer, but he's like he's a great defensive catcher. But his offense just – I mean, he's actually become a better offensive player since he's gone to Minnesota. And, you know, that's why he got, you know, all-star considerations. But, yeah. man, like Max Stassi's – and I don't know if it's because he's not playing every day, and I think that has something to do with it. But, yeah. I mean, dude, his average is like hovering around the Mendoza line right now, and it's, it's just I think not he's good. At, I think he's at 161. Yeah, that's – yeah. He, and Chirinos, Chirinos is actually plummeting. Chirinos has and slowed I, down a lot. And I am hearing or seeing or reading, whatever you want to call it, I actually read a quote from Luno, something about a catcher that they're unless somebody was missing around. It might have been a joke. No, I think they are, and I really think they wanted to get Martin Maldonado back. I don't know that he would have been the offensive answer, and I wasn't really wanting him because of the way, um, because of the way he didn't did not perform in the playoffs, which he was very disappointed by in the plate. Um, but I just don't know who's out there, though, that they can consider catcher-wise, unless you pull someone like from from a from like a Pirates team, or maybe or maybe or, you know what I'm saying. I don't I don't know who's out there. I'm not I'm not up on my free right. agent catcher ability. Um, I'm not either availability. I'm, I'm not up on free agent anything. But uh, or heck, just bring Gary what Stubbs I thought back I read up. is that yeah that they're considering picking up something and strengthening the backup catcher. So they're not really trying to find a replacement for Chirinos, but for Stassi. And then when, cause when you go to the playoffs, 
your backup catcher is more of an insurance guy because he's not going to play. Right. Max Stassi will not start one. Well, maybe. It's possible if it's, it's their long series, depending on the time they get days off. But Stassi's not going to play. Yeah, There's a lot of guys that aren't going to play. It's the same in the 2017 playoffs. It was the same nine guys every game. Exactly. So the the cream of the crop, that's who's going to play. But they got they want to strengthen it up. See, see, here's someone I thought that they were going to try to target in the offseason was um, Francisco Cervelli from the from the from the um, from the Pirates. Pittsburgh Pirates. And I don't know if I mean, let's see right now. See, he's only batting 193. So he's he's really he's really not doing it for me. But I, you know, I wonder if they're going to look at someone like that, um, you know, that may be out there. Um, I've heard the name Christian Vasquez, but I don't think that the, I don't think that the Red Sox are going to come off of him. No, he's batting yeah. 282. Yeah, no. Okay. Maybe I'm sorry. I was, I was thinking another, I was thinking a pitcher, not, not him anyways. Um, so scrub that, forget that ever happened. Get the little men in black <laughs> pen, the little thing that with the, with the red dot and forget I said that, but yeah, I have no idea where they're going to go with this catcher thing. Um, I, I think, I think that's no the one weakness, but you know what, going into the playoffs, if that's the one area you're worried about and everything else is clicking, you can hide that pretty well. Um, yeah, you know, you're just going to have one hole. It's just one. And the catcher. Usually the catchers can't hit anyway, so I mean you got to have a good defensive catcher that's going to call a good game for right. your pitchers, and someone that's going to stop those uh, bad pitches so there's no wild pitches, no pass balls. I guess really pass balls, wild pitches aren't up yeah. to them, but but the, you know you need someone to stop those because those are big. Exactly. When you got when you got runners on base and you're just well, letting you know, people run around. I mean, they're going to have to get get someone, and they're going to have to get a more permanent solution going into next season because Lance McCullers is coming back. We all know he loves to throw the curveball. I mean, he loves to throw balls with movement. And with with the velocity that he carries on his pitches, you've got to have a mobile catcher back there. I mean, I cannot wait for McCullers to come back, but he's going to need someone to help him zero in, you know, the moving pitches that he throws. And you you can't have a a mediocre catcher back there. You know what I'm saying? Right. So you got some more news. Okay. One thing I was going to ask you, I'm sure you noticed the uh, butterfly on Correa's shoulder. Yes. Wouldn't come off of there. Yes. He either made that play (laughs) and the butterfly stayed on there or it went right back to him. I don't know if it was stuck on his lettering, but it it didn't move. It was there. Not that big of a story, but. Maybe. hmm, I don't know. Maybe maybe it was a well wish from his from his fiance. Yeah. So if you just if you just go to astros.com. Mm-hmm. It says it has the three home runs today, right. Tuve 15 100th hit. Peacock returns for bullpen session. Yes. So we have Peacock coming That's back good. soon and Burlander tab to start the opener in Cleveland on Tuesday. Yes. I've... Okay, so this is the the next series well, well, let's talk about the West first okay. before we move on to what's happening next. Okay. If I haven't said, see, I, I have everything written in black, and everything I talk about, I scribble it off in red. Ah, there you go. That, You're very I organized. Used to, I used to use a highlighter, but they're all dried up. So I'm doing <laughs> I'm doing black pen, red pen. I there you go. I can't afford a highlighter. That's what's bad. Yeah, highlighter. That's like that's like big. That's like big money. That's like big time players. Like. PTI and the four-letter network guys probably use highlighters. Okay. Are you familiar on Twitter? Mm -hmm. And I I wrote his name. See, sometimes I can't read my own writing. But Jeremy Frank, is that his name? Jeremy Frank. What does he go by? Um, He's some kind of sports writer. Really? Is he... Is he, or maybe he's just some guy that does stats? But th- this is what he posted, and I thought it was pretty cool. So okay. I wrote it down. And I don't know if it's obvious, but I just thought it was cool. He, he puts oh. cool things out. He's cool to follow. Is it J- Jeremy Frank? Jeffrey Frank? 
No, you, I don't know. Okay, Jeremy Frank, you talking about random MLB random stats? That guy? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so he, he posted 63% of 3-0 and counts result in a walk. Oh, I saw that. Okay. So would you – if you didn't know that stat, would you think it was higher or lower? I, I would think it was a little higher. Okay. I, I Okay, I'll tell you this, a random stat that I know that kind of goes along with that. Did you know that 85% of pitches after a 3-2 count is obtained is a foul ball? 85%? 85%. 85% of balls pitched after that's, there is a now, full count. Now, that's a stat that I've held on to for a while. I don't know that that holds up um, right. if you calculate it out today, but at one point that was a statistic that I remember finding out either I was in high school or college. And I was like, that's interesting. Um, I, you know, 60, let me look at this. End up okay. as a walk, 3-0 and o counts. Man, I would think it was lower just because so many guys look at that fourth pitch. Yeah. That's interesting. It's pretty awesome. Yeah, I'll have to I'll have to pay attention to this guy more. I, I mean, I, I I love stats. That's that's awesome. I'll have to ask this guy, see if I can ask him what percentage of pitches are go for foul balls on a full count. He probably has it, I'm sure. Okay, so there's another guy follow, follow on Twitter. His name's Astro Stats. You can find him at Astros underscore numbers. Mm-hmm. And he has – I'm looking it up now so I can show you in case you don't follow him. But I get a lot of stuff from him, like little tidbits. He has a post, uh, Alvarez, 12 homers in 35 games. So he has 12 homers and 145 plate appearances. Um, What else does he have? Well, not much. Well, so, well um, Richard Justice has on that he actually retweeted. Um, Jose Altuve's get this last 30 games. What would you say his average is? Jose Altuve's last 30 games? Yeah. Well, he went from – he gained 40 points. Right. So, I would say 460 or 470 maybe. Well, pretty, it's pretty high. Well, he's hitting 362. He's got 10 doubles, seven home runs. 20 RBIs and 21 runs. And his average has increased from 235 to 293. That's insane. That, that is insane. I'd say he's back. <laughs> okay, so let me give you a topic okay. to talk about. Definitely. I don't even know. My, my paper is done. Okay. But we have, the last time we talked, I talked about how we had Oakland, mm-hmm. which is the team nipping at our heels. And then we got to travel to St. Louis, which would have been super awesome to go to if my life was different right now. Mm -hmm. And then they take on Cleveland, which we won't face Bauer. Yep. Because he pitched today. And is that a – you think that's a hard thing to do, to throw the ball from uh, the pitcher's mound to over the uh, center field fence? Is that a long ways? I think it is. I mean, if that – so the center field fence in Kansas City has got to be 400. And so you take 90 from that. Um, or I, I'm sorry, is it, is, it, is it 60, 60 feet? So you take 60 from that. I mean, he threw that ball about 330 feet. And, yeah, my concern was – I was like, oh, my God, he's about to hit his center fielder in the head with the baseball. Like – the guy at second base ducked. Yeah. Well, the guy that was Yeah, because yeah, I think he thought he was going to throw it at him first. <laughs> and then, okay, so I don't know if I tagged – I think I tagged you in it. Um, there's, there is a guy on Twitter that does basically like – he does kind of satire on yeah. Twitter. And, and he commentates that whole Trevor Bauer thing. Um, uh-huh. He's a Yankee guy. I can't remember his like like Yom Man or or something like that. Um, I'll send it to you after after the show. Um, but oh my god, it is hilarious! Like like he's he's like saying he's he's saying what like Bauer's probably thinking, and then right, and then like he's like 
of course he uses some expletives. He's like, get the get the blank out of here, you psycho. Like Terry Francona's like scored, you know, just like scorching the guy. And I is just it the guy that is it the guy that sounds like the guy from NBA Jam? Um, I think so. I, that he God. does basketball and he does other. He did the one where uh, Joe Flacco got hit. I, I think so. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Okay. But yeah, yeah. It's it's like young man or something. And anyways, yeah. I'm, I'm like I'm like horrible because I can't look at my phone right now because I'm using it obviously. And I okay. Don't... So let me tell you Go this. Go ahead. You have a son uh-huh. that interrupted us, and that's cool. Because people, I've talked to people that listen to the podcast, and they like normal, regular stuff that happens to Americans. Nice. But I think August the second, they're giving away. The Nolan Ryan jersey to everyone. To everyone? To everyone. So you what? need to take your son. It's the white jersey with the rainbow stripes. No. Everyone. Let me look it up. Oh, Astros. wow. Did, so, they, did they just announce that? Because I didn't even know that was that thing. How did I uh, not know that? I feel, I feel see, awful. Like, I have plans to go out of town. Okay. So I'm trying to find the promo. There it is. No, that ain't it. Let me see. I'm looking. Mm, let's see. Promo schedule. So August. Hold on. So I, it's either it's one of these weekends. So I, mean, I have plans this weekend. See, this is giving me stupid stuff. But nobody wants to hear us look for. Nobody. <laughs> no one wants, wants to hear us look. No one look for the promo schedules. So while I'm looking. Yes. Tell uh, me. What, give me something to talk about. So Cleveland, Tuesday through Thursday, Cleveland okay. was, uh, so I'm going to go, we got 10 minutes left. I'm going to put an hour time limit on this because my wife's hungry, but Great. Cleveland, uh, I think they have overtaken Minnesota or they're getting real close. So they're actually better than we faced them last time. And then we really got some easy games coming up with Seattle and then we play Colorado. I'm not saying that's easy, but what do you think? Uh, how do you think we're going to do against Cleveland while I make sure that what I said to you is true? And it's right here. It is right here. I already found it. Nice. You don't, need to, you don't okay. need to ramble. Okay. Nolan Ryan, replica rainbow jersey, rainbow shoulder. It's white, the white one. Oh, presented man. by Houston Methodist, all fans. Friday, oh. August the 2nd. All fans. Well, hmm. if you don't take your son to that, you are you are a mean father. Well, um, I'll tell you this. Um, I know I'm not a mean father because <laughs> I'll tell you how I have proof of that. I turned down buying a $199 ticket to World Series Game 5 because I knew that if my Whoa. son woke up the next day, and he knew that I went to a World Series game without him and my daughter, who's actually a senior in high school. If they both would have known that I went to an Astros game of that magnitude without them, I would never live that down. But I think you it, went to. I, you're no, lucky you didn't go to Game Five. No, I didn't go to Game Five. Oh, Game Five was a good one. I yes. went to Game Four. I went no, to Game Four. I yeah. no. So, and let me tell you, not that wasn't the only reason that I didn't go. I well, did. I know you're not a bad father. Well, I'm, I know. I mean, no, I'm, I'm, mean joking. Father. I'm, joking. I'm just right. kidding. No, no, no. That would be something nice. That's something there, buddy. Something well, you know, I'll tell you this. I went to NLCS game five when our pool set the home run, and that mm-hmm. was also in the back of my mind. That's like, last time I went to a game five, it wasn't good. So I was like, I didn't want it to be on me if we didn't win that game. <laughs> but last, yeah. year, last year, I can't remember which game we went to, but me and the wife went to the playoff game when they played Cleveland. We got a pretty good deal on Facebook for some tickets, and we just drove up there. It was probably a Saturday game or something. I don't know. but So I did go to one playoff game last year. Cool. So we got Cleveland, Seattle, and Colorado. I think we're, we're going to do fine against Cleveland, to be honest with you. Um, I, I, I mean, I know, I know Cleveland's overtaking Minnesota, but, I mean, Minnesota's slumping right now. Minnesota's playing not – Minnesota's not playing good ball at all right now. They are, they are blowing leads left and right. Um, you know they were up like seven to two or nine to two the other day, and blew the lead. And 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 it's like, um, I tell you this, I I am very underwhelmed with the AL Central. I mean, I I just, 
Um, they're almost like an afterthought. It doesn't matter who wins because they're just going to get beat well, by the number two team yeah. in the playoffs. Well, it doesn't matter. I mean, they only have two teams above 500. And, you know, I think, honestly, I think the White Sox are the future of that division. I think, I think next year or the year after, I think the White Sox are going to rule that division because of their young talent. But I that think... Di- I've that been, division is so bad, Cleveland didn't even make any off-season moves no. to improve their team. No, and they're still they're, – they're like right – They're still in first or so second. They're, they're, they're there. They're in, they're in second by two games right now. Um, but I think we take care of business in Cleveland. I, I, think, we, I think we take care of business with, with, with Seattle. And I think, yeah. we, I think we take the other two games – from the Rockies to uh, I think we would sweep the series if we did that. Correct. Right. Okay. So the it's hall of fame weekend. Yes, it is. And I believe that I know they're giving away that thing. Let me look at it. They're giving away like a jacket. It's like a bobblehead, but it's a jacket. I don't know. Right. The second is the Jersey. The second is a Jersey. It's correct. The third, this is for all you Astro fans out there listening. We're not just talking to each other. Yeah. The second, everyone out there, take your kid. If you're there, Friday, August 2nd, a, a jersey. You get a jersey, everyone. You don't have to get there three hours early. Go there and get a jersey. Because if, third, you, if you don't, you'll be a bad father. <laughs> <laughs> I said a mean father. Okay, mean. Father. Okay, okay. Yeah, Sa- there's a Saturday difference. Saturday is the plaque monument. So I guess it's going to have all the people inducted. It's right. a square bobblehead. And then Sunday is the orange jersey bobblehead that doesn't bobble Which, and it's not a head. Yeah, is it a bobblehead or is it just a figure? Because, I mean, have they it called is, it Have they called it a bobblehead? It says replica Astro Hall of Fame jacket statue. Okay, statue. 10,000 fans. The monument plaque is 10,000 fans. But that jersey, mm. all fans. Can you imagine that? They got 45,000 jerseys sitting there in boxes having to pass them out. Well, you know, Plus, yeah. Well, you know, see, I believe it because now you got all these guys like on Facebook and stuff. No offense to capitalism and dudes making money, but you got these guys out there. Every time there's a there's a giveaway, they're like, "I've got eight hundred of these bobbleheads, sixty dollars a piece." You know, it's like I guess anybody it 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 kind of almost diminishes like the fun. You know, I mean, I will not ever. <laughs> While I'm alive and breathing, buy a bobblehead that someone got for free. I will not do it. Oh, but it's not for free. See, they paid for the ticket. That's what they'll always tell you. <laughs> yeah, it's supposed to be your memory. Yes. I've always spoke about how, how good it was to get the, the giveaways when they were bad. But <laughs> you, can, you, can, you can go to a game, sit down in your seat, and log in to uh, – what is that? auction site ebay mm-hmm. and the the giveaway that night will be on ebay oh, easily before you sit down in your chair easily so so if anybody ever wants to wonder the validity of our love for the houston astros or that we're true fans just know that i grew up going to the astrodome sitting in four dollar general admission seats watching jose cruz um, chasing down Jose Lima in his Explorer to get his autograph. And I bought 10, for, 10 games for $20 when they were losing 100 and something games a season, as well getting bobbleheads now to this day to my son. So that right there, I think, cements me as an all-time awesome Astros fan. I just, I just had to put that out there. I don't know why. I, did. Right. I, just, I just felt the need to validate Hey, people need audience. to know you. The, some of the people that listen to my podcast, they don't know you. And go. they got they got to get to know you. They know me. I also went to the games and bought four dollar seats in the outfield, and I would move back behind third base up in the stripes. Oh yeah, and I would also go down there where the bullpen was and try to get autographs. And you spoke of Jose Lima. He yes. actually gave my daughter a ball when she was small. That's cool. And and uh, the funny story. Here's a funny story for you. So Jose Lima calls my daughter down there. She's five years old at the most. Okay. And he calls her down there and he has his hand behind his back. And she comes down there and he reaches, he pulls his hand out and he has a ball and he gives her the ball. 
And so it's it has a big H on it that it's a Houston batting right. practice ball. Right. I remember when they did that. And so she gives me the ball, and my favorite player is Billy Wagner at the time. Mm-hmm. And so I'm screaming, Lima, Lima. And he turns around, and I'm like, can you get Billy Wagner? And so Billy Wagner comes over and signs the ball. I think Lima was an all-star the next season, and I kind of regret blowing him off. <laughs> I, I actually blew off Brad Peacock. Oh, wow. In 2017, when he was signing uh, autographs with uh, – maybe it wasn't 17. Was uh, – yeah, it must have been 16 because he was with uh, Colby Rasmus okay. at, at uh, Academy. And I just wanted Colby Rasmus's autograph. And I kind of blew Peacock off. I did get him to sign the little card, but I didn't want him to sign my ball. <laughs> and I actually, I actually told him. I was like, no, I, I only want him. I only want him. Oh and I, I regret that, too. So I could have a ball <laughs> with Peacock and uh, Colby whatever Rasmus. I just said. Colby Rasmus. And I could have a ball with Billy Wagner and Jose Lima on it. Oh, man. But I don't. Rob. Because I'm a jerk. Imagine, imagine the places you could have gone. I know. <laughs> okay, so one more thing before we go. We yes, just sir. hit the one-hour mark. Let's do I'm it. actually going, and I can't remember the date. I can actually scroll down because I'm still on that page. The day I'm going is the Saturday the 24th. Okay. So if anybody wants to meet up with me, I'll be there. August 24th, and they are giving away the Colin McHugh Dodging Bobblehead. And that's oh, not why I'm nice. going. Okay. When, when I found out, I was actually disappointed. Because I, I just want to go to the game. I don't want to go at 5 o'clock or whatever and have 8,000 people in line. I, so, but this one is a 15,000 giveaway. I know. That's very 15, cool. 15,000. So I'll be at the game. $4 seats. Lima, Colin McHugh, Bobblehead giveaway. Cleveland's up next. What do you got to say before we say goodbye to our fans? You know, I just want to say that no matter what the Astros do at the trade deadline, they will do or not do um, to the to the to the betterment of the team, and we have got to continue to trust the front office, Jeff Lunau, and know that they're going to make the best decision for the team to win. And if they don't make a big deal, they may have something bigger in the works in the off season and signing a Cole or someone like that. So hold on, don't lose hope. The Houston Astros are destined to do great things. I think again this year and replicate, hopefully, what we saw in 2017 and bring another championship to Houston. That is correct, folks. And I wrote this down, and I didn't talk about it. I was going to ask you about the trade deadline. Three days. Trade deadline is 31st. Today's July 28th. That that would be Wednesday? Yes, sir. So the next time around, you know, we're going with the four-man rotation with all these days off. We could have a new pitcher soon. We could. We could have a new pitcher. It's exciting. I know we're going to have one. It's probably going to be a sturdy, steady, uh, a guy like Wade Miley is what I'm thinking. If it's not one, if it's not Thor or Bumgarner or Stroman, those are the three I'm reading all day long. But I think it's going to be a surprise. I think it's just going to be someone like Wade Miley that you're not expecting that's going to do great because we don't need we don't need the the ace of someone's team. We need a number four pitcher. We don't need an ace. Okay, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to leave on this note. What if, and I saw this posed on Twitter, so I can't take, take credit for this. What if A.J. Hinch contacted the Mets and said, we'll trade you Whitley and Tucker if you get Stroman and we take Stroman and Syndergaard off your hands? I don't know. I've heard crazier things, but I'm like, that would be, I don't know. I mean – we don't know what's going to happen these three days, I guess is why I say that. Is that realistic? Probably not. But no. we, we don't know. We don't know what's going on behind the scenes. So that's why we that just is... got to trust. Well, we'll find out. Won't yes, we? sir. So I'm on day. Okay. My daughter's trying to FaceTime me every time. So let's go. This is the end of it. So Cleveland is Tuesday through Thursday. Mm-hmm. And Wednesday's the tread trade deadline. So what do you say if they make a trade, we'll get the show back going on Wednesday? Hey, let's do it. Let's tr- let's give it a try. Let's do it. Man. I am off Thursday. 
Friday, Saturday, Sunday. So I, I, I took two days off so I can go see my parents. So, so the next installment of Robin Wheelhouse will be the night, the final night of the trade deadline. Sound good to you? Let's do it. Hopefully it All works right, out. No, hopefully you don't have any dinner plans. But anyway, folks, no. get out there August 2nd, free jersey, Nolan Ryan rainbow jersey to everybody. We'll yes. see you next time on Robin Wheelhouse. All right. I'm Wheelhouse Rob. Out. And I'm Wheelhouse. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Thanks for listening, folks. We'll see you next time on Astros Baseball. Peace. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.